Magic Without Fears Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Rainbows, Chapter 25. The rainbow has gold, right, Mommy? A three-year-old girl talking to her mother in a natural foods grocery. The rainbow is one of the most beautiful creations of nature. It is a powerful symbol of peace and love. Something special happens in the heart when a rainbow appears in the sky, or in a spray of water from a hose, when sunlight shines through a prism or a crystal, even in a costume or work of art. If you feel the rainbow's special something in your heart, then you may want to come up with your own definitions and reasons about the magic of this marvelous display, a seamless blending of all colors in which each color keeps its uniqueness. I am crazy in love with color. I dream in color and feel as though colors are beings with whom I love to work and play. Colors are highly symbolic, especially in the tarot. The occult science of colors states that each color has its own vibratory rate and its unique powers for healing, inner work, and outer expression. Its effects are so much more than the dictionary definition, color, the property of reflecting light of a particular visible wavelength. We may define it like that, but we will never be able to define the profound effects color has in our lives. There are two main, main reasons why Granny is wrapped up in rainbows. One, all the different colors are equally displayed in a rainbow. Each color is unique, but it is impossible to see where any single color stops and another begins. That is because the rainbow is one. Although it is made of countless drops, humanity is also one, composed of billions of people. Because of the many colors of people, the rainbow is often used as a symbol of all individuals connected in a beautiful whole, the family of humanity. 2. Rainbows are formed by cooperation of fire, sunlight, and water, rain. According to Ageless Wisdom, fire comes from God, the divine masculine. Fire is hot, yang, and assertive. Water is an expression of goddess. The divine feminine. Water is cool, yin, 
and receptive. Every real rainbow contains this perfect marriage of opposites. Just as the self contains equal masculine and feminine. The alchemical elements of fire and water give birth to all created things and exist in all that is. We humans are learning to balance these opposites in ourselves and in our lives. At this time in our evolution, humanity has an overload of fire. We get angry and we fight a lot. We need more flowing, forgiving water to help us relax. As a flawless example of cooperation between the elements, rainbows can inspire us to balance our yang and yin. All Earth's cultures use the rainbow as a spiritual symbol. Gazing at rainbows in the sky or in a prism can be a powerful meditation. It is said that when beloved people and pets die, they cross over the rainbow bridge into the next dimension, and we can communicate with them across the rainbow. I like that. A rainbow literally connects heaven and earth. In the Greek pantheon, or family of gods and goddesses, the nature goddess Iris was a messenger god between gods and humans. The colorful arc of a shimmering rainbow was thought of as her cape. The Spanish arco iris is given by life as a special kind of spiritual teacher for humanity. Beautiful flowers named after iris come in every color, even green. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple, violet, are six distinct colors of the rainbow, although there are countless gradations. Indigo, a combination of blue and purple, is sometimes added to the rainbow because colors are often connected to the chakras, energy vortexes, in the human subtle body. In ancient teachings, there are seven basic chakras. These seven major chakras are aligned with the spinal column. They exist in the subtle energy body where complex networks of nerves, called plexuses, exist in the physical body. Rainbow colors are a modern and delightful addition to chakra lore. The old alchemists did not use them with the chakras, and Indian yogis used other colors. Some psychics can see all kinds of colors in the chakras. Alchemists used the names of the metals to refer to the chakras. They also used the names of the seven known astrological planets referred to as their stars, which was a code if you were in the know, and a blind if you weren't. For example, when speaking of writing of indigo, silver, and the moon, an alchemist may express visionary psychic experiences. In light of the emerald tablet... Note that green and gold are associated with the heart, the central chakra that links above and below. And here we have Granny Rainbow's chart of the body and the crown chakra to the base of the spine, the levels, the colors, metals, and star. Chakra locations and designations. If you study a color wheel briefly, you will see there are three primary colors, six secondary colors, and twelve tertiary colors. The twelve are as follows, red, red-orange, orange, yellow-orange, orange, yellow, yellow-green, green, blue-green, blue, blue-violet, blue, indigo, violet, red-violet. Red has the lowest frequency, and red-violet, ultraviolet, has the highest frequency. From one perspective, the color wheel is an ascending spiral. And here we have a color wheel with 
the numbers and signifiers and planets, including the outer planets and the new planets. The color wheel with signs and planets. To, the, to color the wheel, start with red, yellow, and blue, which are aligned with the fire signs. All other colors are combinations of these three primary colors. Of course, if you've ever done a painting of uh, advanced golden dawn magical implements, you know all about the complex mixing of colors we have to do while we create these tools, let alone things like the temples. Try hanging a spherical prism in a window where sunlight will strike it, creating numerous rainbows all over the room. This arrangement works best if the window is shaded, except where sunlight touches the prism. In a somewhat darkened room, you can see the intense colors really well. Spin the prism and watch the rainbows dance. A hodgepodge of colors can be delightful, but it is not rainbow. Rainbow colors progress in order around the color wheel, beginning in red, the most basic, slowest vibrating color, and ending in purple-violet, which goes off the top of the visibility spectrum. It is said that in the fourth dimension, there are colors we have not seen yet. I am really excited about the possibility of new colors to love. And of course, Arissa has told me many times about her excitement for the next world and the fourth and fifth dimensions or densities or levels or wherever we go. And Arissa, I don't blame you. This world is beautiful, but other worlds must be beautiful as well. Anyway, Granny Rainbow... You continue to say, Tibetan spiritual tradition teaches that a master, once he or she has departed this world, is able to return in the form of a rainbow. Jason's tarot students saw that we consider proof of this phenomenon. To enjoy this account, you need to know that Jason lived in Marin County and drove over the Golden Gate Bridge to get to class in Fort Mason in San Francisco. Here is what happened. He had requested that upon his departure to the inner plains there be no memorial, so to honor him and reminisce, our group got together at the restaurant where we used to hang out after class, a few blocks from Fort Mason. It had been raining, but the sky was now blue. Standing by the door, someone called out, Come see this! Standing outside the door that had ushered us into the many happy hours, we were amazed to see a huge, perfect rainbow in a blue sky, bridging Marin and Fort Mason. Tanya Joyce, who currently teaches the Thursday Night Tarot, later discovered the Tibetan tradition about ascended masters and what is called the rainbow body. Interesting. I was talking briefly to uh, Master Romeo last night. I should have brought that up. And this is the end of the rainbow chapter. And this is the last chapter of the book with some other, some other addendums, but I will just bring this to us now, and as we close this beautiful book, there is, again, more pages, but they are addendums. But Granny Rainbow, what a wonderful journey you've taken us on. And the rainbow, she doesn't talk about it because I think uh, Paul Foster Case didn't bring over the full initiations or the, the initiations necessarily in their same form as he had learned them and gone through them in the Golden Dawn. But the Kabbalah of the initiations is very inter intimately interconnected with rainbow, the rainbow of promise and Keshet 
symbolism of the Kabbalah and the advanced grades. So the rainbow is not just something that's part of the color cycle of the tarot and magical tools. The rainbow is, is a very, very important symbol. It's not something uh, flaky and new age at, at all. It is um, this very, very important, beautiful symbol and has been for all of human history, it seems, since we know that Noah seeing the ark, uh, the rainbow after the uh, flood was a story that was taken from the Babylonian Talmud. So this is, this is a very universal thing and significant. Um, in the last two years of my pilgrimage, rainbows have appeared twice, and they were two rainbows, once at Chris Bennett Soma Institute, and before that, up at Indian Arm, when I started off, kicked off the tour of teaching with a special lecture to a friend and uh, some ritual work. Mary Meet Again, 26. May the circle be open but unbroken. May the love of the goddess be ever in your heart. Merry meet and merry part and merry meet again. Popular farewell song among goddess folk, recognizing that as the wheel of life turns, we meet again and again on earth and in eternity. This book, this invitation to humanity to become practitioners of high magic is a wake-up call. Awakening to our true divine nature is a necessity for accompanying Gaia's ascension to the fifth dimension. It is fine if this awareness simply manifests as ever-increasing feelings of love and peace. However, many evolving human beings will want to know how best to use the power that accompanies awakening. The most helpful advice is this. Always remember all power comes from life itself. The small ego mind, having no comprehension of the life power, must continually be offered up, so your surrendered heart can become an open vessel within which the self may live. The goal of the Kabbalist is to lead a guided life. Ask to express life, light, love even more fully through your unique temperament of and talents. If you are not already a light worker, you will become one. Gratitude for the gifts of free will and limitless possibility will ensure a happy, productive existence. Thank you for coming to study and practice your high magic in this virtual temple of the holy mysteries of selfhood. You are always welcome. May you make steady progress on the path of return. May truth guide you all the way home to the heart of hearts. May you awaken in blissful union with the one self of all. May you be peaceful, happy, and free. A prayer to the cosmic forces of awakening. I invite you to feel this prayer with me in honor of the beautiful Arissa, Victor, Granny Rainbow, one of my heroes. Let the dramatic forces of awakening topple all egoic towers of selfishness and separation swiftly and completely. Let the minds of all humans be filled with the light of truth. Let all our hearts burst open with appreciation for each other and our beloved Mother Earth. Let us embrace the new light. Let us put aside all perceived differences. Let us rebuild our planet in lasting peace. Let us work together to create a global society guided by spiritual wisdom and high purpose. 
Let us accept and cherish the beauty and harmony of what is. Let us connect ever more fully with all that is. May all beings be peaceful and happy and free. May all beings ascend in the light of love. May all beings know the one true self. The end. A new beginning. <laughs> Perfect time. The pilgrims for our Eleusinian mysteries I'm doing with Mother Bear have arrived, so I have to go meet them. And that is the end of the book. There is an addendum, which I'll do tomorrow. Thanks for joining me. And, and um, again, if you haven't checked out Granny Rainbow's um, in-print books still, is, this is out of print, um, The Spoken Kabbalah is her recordings of Jason Lauderhand talking amazing um, oral tradition for years on end. And that's available online as well as uh, High School Astrology, which is... Uh, I don't like saying shockingly good, but you, you think it's for high schoolers, but it's actually just a really good astrology book. So to be continued. Hi, I'm Granny Rainbow. Thanks for listening to my friend Frater RC read from my out of print book, High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature, as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. That's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now. HermeticScienceEnterprises.co.uk